It was exactly five weeks I had that painful encounter with Joe. I changed Mirutz as I didn't want to meet him and experience the pain all over again. Eat it and hate him for the hurt he caused me because somehow I was suspecting something was wrong because, there was no way he would push me away just after asking Meadow be with him. What hurt me the most was the fact that he referred to that special moment we shared as a momentarily weakness. I mean who does that but such is life. I was able to move on as we didn't start anything so the feelings did not mature into anything great. He went back to my books but this time I was more serious than ever, because that was what I assumed was going to take my mind off Joe and all that drama and it actually worked. We had three weeks left till vacation and my heart was already at home because I missed my family so much. Out of the three weeks, the first was meant to be a revision week but the teachers were not coming in person to teach but rather, they'd give the class rep a lot of exercises that would last us till the end of his allocated period. The remaining two weeks were scheduled for the examination. We would start on Monday and vacate on Thursday of the following week. Mimi was very much distracted the five weeks that passed. She would always make up a lame excuse and skip learning with me. At times at night, she would sneak out of the dormitory and return very late. I saw all that she was doing but I never asked her. I did know what she was up to or who she was meeting up that late. When the revision week started, she stopped coming to class. She took advantage of the fact that teachers were not coming to class and would always complain of stomach ache, Swa would go get her food and medicine but when I go to check up on her during break or lunchtime, she wouldn't be there but this time I was bothered. Mimi, do you have a minute? I asked when I met her at the dormitory alone. Maybe, why? She asked putting on her school sandals as if she was coming to class. Where have been going of late? You complain off stomachache all the time but when I come to check up on you I don't even sigh you here. You sneak out at night as if you don't want one particular person to see you. You don't come with me to learn anymore, now it's either you're not feeling well or you tell me you're going to rehearse, but you and I know you've and been going there. What's going on Mimi? I'm worried. I said all these ants didn't show any emotion at all. It was almost like she didn't care. She stood and took her handbag. Miss two goody shoes. Please let me be. You know all these so what am I supposed to do about it? I'm not obliged to tell you anything so I suggest you let me be. She said this and headed for Theodore. Why are you being so hostile about this? I just wanted to know if everything was okay because you've been distant with me for more than a month now and you don't expect me to be fine with it. I said this following her as she walked. She remained quiet and refused to say anything. Did I do anything to you? I don't know if you're mad at me for something I did, but if that's the case then I'm sorry I said Anch finally stopped and turned to face me. Ella, you've done nothing I just want to be left alone. Besides it's not something I can tell you so just let it go she said and left immediately. I was hurt by the things she told me but there was nothing I could do then to let it be as she requested. I left and went back to class thinking she would be fear but she was not so I sat down to learn. I didn't leave the class again till the siren went off for closing time. I looked at my watch and realized it was 3 p.m. but I had been learning after my conversation with Mimi so I lost track of time. I left the class and went to the dormitory but still Mimi wasn't there. I saw Philo and asked her where her mother was but she told me she's not seen her the whole day and I said okay. I took a shower, wore my prep dress in advance and sent Philo to go buy food for us to eat since she said she didn't want to eat from the dining hall. She came back with the food, we ate and had a shah. I wanted to catch up with up on her activities because I missed a lot as he had become distant from her due to my epic love failure. 
She took a nap after the chat while I prepared for prep that evening. I left the dormitory earlier than usual because I didn't feel like napping. I got to the classroom a little after 5.30 p.m. and settled in to learn. I didn't bother looking for Mimi because I knew she wouldn't even be at prep so I commenced right away. Philo came in late because I forgot to go wake her up as Cher requested. She entered the classroom rubbing her eyes, still sleepy and yawning alongside which made me laugh. I waved at her to come sit beside me. Sister Ella where is Sister Mimi? She asked as she settled down. I haven't seen her. Sit down and learn you're already late so don't come and disturb me. I answered her and quickly gave the command before she could bombard me with questions I didn't have answers to. For some reasons, prep was over so soon as the siren was blowing off louder than usual. Students started moving out of their classrooms as if they were in a hurry to go somewhere whereas I didn't even know where to go because of the only places I've had to go for the past five weeks were to my classroom and back to the dormitory. I decided I wouldn't go to the dormitory yet and that I would stay for a while thinking maybe by the time I get to the dormitory mystery girl, Mimi, would be sleeping already. I was the only one left now in class as everyone had left already when I heard someone approaching the class. I didn't bother looking at who it was because it was an open area and anybody at all can pass by. I continued reading as I didn't turn to look at what or what it was. Someone entered the class and the sight of that person made my heart jump. Hi he said softly. As if I was the only one in the class because I pretended not to have heard him. Oh okay, silent treatment. I get it he added and sat behind another desk close to where I was sitting. I still didn't mind him. Look Ella. He began to talk. No you look here I cut him quickly. The mere sight of him made me so angry that if I was stronger than he was, I would have given him a dirty welcome sounding slap. Who do you think you are barging in here to disturb me? If you don't mind I'm very busy and I'm not in the mood for momentary moments I used his own words against him. Ella I'm sorry for hurting you. It was never in my intentions to do so. After that night I couldn't stop thinking about you and the things I said to you, but I was so scared to come talk to you as I thought he would only make matters worse he said. Oh so you think right now is the best day or momento come talk to me and tell me how sorry you are? I asked almost in tears. Ella please I'm sorry. I realized what a jerk I was and I'm here to apologize for my wrongdoings and for hurting you haplated. It took you five weeks to know the kind of jerk you are. You know what, get out of my sight, I don't ever want to see you again. I thought you see me just pass by. I'm not an object to be used for experiments. I said these and started packing my books. He tried to touch me and I yelled. Don't you ever come near me again, you had your chance and you threw it in my face. That night I allowed your hands on my body was the first and would be the last time you'll ever feel my skin I said. I was done packing so I walked past him and tears started to flow down me cheeks. I was so grateful he didn't see my tears at all because that would have been a sign of weakness and that would have meant something to him. The walk to the dormitory was longer than usual because all I was craving for was to get to the dormitory and climb my bed. I was almost at the science block when I realized I had left my bag in the classroom. It seemed when I packed my books I had forgotten to come with a bag out of anger for Joe. Now I had to go back for the bag. I'm into the entrance of my classroom, I heard two people whispering in the dark. They had put off the light and were talking in whispers to each other, the voices sounded familiar so I wanted to move closer and listen well. I drew nearer and noticed it was a boy and a girl talking in the dark. What at all do you think you're doing? She asked. What do you mean by that? 
You can't tell me what Toto okay. I did everything you asked me to do and all of a sudden you told me to stop which I did. So now what's your problem? He asked. I asked you to test her and you fell for her. I can't believe we're even talking about this. You know what let's stop talking about this. The female voice said. Okay so what do you want us to do now? I'm sorry love but I can't continue to hurt her he told the girl. Okay fine. Then why did you come to see her if you don't want to hurt her? Or you didn't think appearing in front of her after these long while would hurt her? She asked the guy. Uh, Irma just wanted to know if she was okay he explained to her. Okay whatever just kiss me. It's been a while she said with a flirty tone and the guy laughed. I wasn't hearing anything anymore so I assumed they were kissing. Babe listen, it's late you have to get to the dormitory before your friend starts asking you questions again. He told her dot then the lady agreed. As the guy made to leave, the girl spoke and I was hocked. Joe. She said and the guy responded. I love you and you know that right? She asked him. I don't know what he said or did but place got quite. I was confused. Joe? Who was he talking to and who was it about? Could it be me? I asked myself. When I wasn't hearing anything again, I entered the classroom and put on the light but no one was there. I couldn't help but think they were talking about me. But the one question that kept repeating itself in my head was, who was the girl? Something hit me that it might be Mimi so I picked up bag really fast and started running. I wanted to confirm my thoughts so I figured if I got to the dormitory and she wasn't there then it would be her, but if she was there then I wouldn't put anything on her. I got to the room panting like I was being chased and immediately put one flight. I threw my bag on my trunk and immediately climbed the bed. I was so surprised at my discovery so I got down from the bed and sat on the bed at the bottom of my bed. Who then was talking so much like her? I asked myself. Mimi was sleeping soundly on her bed. I was so sure the boy and girl were a Joe and Mimi but there she was, sleeping soundly on her bed. I was disappointed but one thing I knew for sure was that the guy was Joe. How cool to do that do to me? Testing me, really? What for, I mean what were they trying to approve by testing me? Those are the questions I kept asking myself. I didn't want to stress myself much because it could be I wasn't the one but still there was no doubt about it. I undressed and slept feeling hurt and lonely. After what seemed like forever, Monday finally came and the examination started. The school was very busy because all those who didn't learn were now rushing to grab the topics as fast as they could. The morning of my first exam Z was surprisingly relaxed. I didn't go for the morning prep like I used to because it would have only put pressure on me and I'd be tense too, so I slept till the siren went off for breakfast. I got out of bed and dressed. I went toss with some of my mates and we talked about some of the topics we anticipated were a going to appear in the exams and we were able to solve the ones we thought were a too difficult. Ella can I have a moment please that was Mimi. I immediately stood up and asked them to excuse me. What's up? I asked smiling. I'm struggling with some topics can you help me out she asked giving me a list of those topics. I looked and I was surprised because those topics should have been easier than anything knowing her level of intelligence. I didn't show any emotion because I knew her studies were going down as she had been distracted of late. Okay sure, but you know we're starting in a few minutes time so how about I help you at the examination hall then afterwards we start going through everything you missed. I told her. Okay thank you so much. She said and left. The exam started and there was a lot of tension going around. 
Mimi and Andy sat beside each other like we always did except that this time she was so nervous. I couldn't do anything but tell her I was going to keep my promise no matter what happened. I assumed she took my word for it as she stopped the constant shifting. Exactly five minutes after everyone had settled, the exams began. I was able to keep my promise to Mimi until 30 minutes to the end off exam. One invigilator came to stand in between us so we couldn't talk to each other. I didn't know what Toto but I was done. An idea suddenly struck me and I let out a cough which attracted the invigilator's attention. Immediately he turned to me, I threw my answer sheet and made sure it looked like an accident. Mimi quickly knew what I was up to so she attempted to pick it up for me and quickly changed the sheets and the invigilator handed the sheet to me not realizing what he gave me wasn't actually mine. I think I'm okay sir, thank you I told him so he could leave already. He left when he heard voices coming from back of the classroom. I wrote everything as fast as I could and made sure it looked nothing like my own handwriting. We exchanged papers when it was time for collection. Mimi was talking to some guys when we finished the exam and I was famished so I didn't wait for her but left immediately. I went to the canteen to eat. While I was there Philo came to me and asked me to buy her food. I didn't ask why because I knew she was charging for something I might have done to her, so I bought it for her and she sat beside me. Sister Ella you won't ask me why I said buy me food? She said with food in her mouth. No madam. Maybe you're blackmailing me for something I've done to you I said as I was waiting for her to finish so go. Last week you didn't wake me up when we agreed tat you would so you were owing me she said and quickly went back to her food. Haha, classic Philo. I hear you. Please hurry up so we go, I have to learn I told her amidst laughter. Philo was really getting on my nerves with her slow way of eating. I waspered so I started looking around till my eyes met Joe's. It was as if my eyeswearer suddenly tired from all the movements from looking around. He started walking to our direction but I didn't want to talk to him so I looked at Philo and she was done. She asked me if she should go for the change and I said yes. Just as she stood up and left, Joe sat on the bench beside me. How are you doing Ella? He asked at adjusting himself on the bench. As you can see, I'm very much alive I said with a very wide smile and quickly frowned afterwards. Yeah I can see that very clearly here plied and looked away. What do you want now? I asked looking at this annoyingly handsome face. Nothing, I've just come to say hi he said. Okay so I'll see you around. Take care he said as he saw Philo coming. I felt as though he didn't want Philo to see him. Finally what took you so long? I asked a rather rhetoric question. She was about to say something when I cut her off bridling her we should get going as we had wasted enough time there already. Mimi and I continued to do our thing at the examination hall as the days passed. We always found ways to carry on the work even when an invigilator was looking at us. After tedious sessions at the exams hall, the examination committee to an end. Thursday was the last day of the examination and the following day was supposed to be the last day of worship and closing ceremony for both the day students and the boarders. After Thursday's paper, we walked around for some time as if we were exploring the school. Truth being told, we were just happy that, that particular term was over. We stopped at some point to buy coonut. The coconut seller was in front of the staff room so stood there for some time until they teachers buying it entered the staff room. The coconut seller was allowed in Tati's school because the teachers liked it so she'd take advantage of that and come to the girls' dormitory. But we met her midway so we bought it there. I'll pay she said it's just my way of saying thank you for what you did for me during the exams. 
Ella, I know I've been a bad friend to you of late and I'm sorry for that. It won't happen again, she apologized. Come on, Mimi, why are you sounding as if we just became friends? You know I'm always here for you. Don't worry, I'm cool with you, I said and smiled. She smiled back. By now, the coconut seller was done with our request, so we left and decided we would go back to the dormitory to pack up as we had vacated already. We finished the packing and it was around 6 p.m. when news came from the school's authority that there was no prep that evening so we could roam about or decide to chattel the siren goes off for prep over. Oh then what will I be doing? I asked the sea laid on my bed and Mimi heard. Well you can sleep and stay here like you always do she said and we both burst out laughing. As for me, I have someone to meet. And before I you ask me anything I'm going to meet Hanks. She said. The inspirational choir president. I asked her as quickly sat up on the bed. Yeah, why are you so surprised? She asked. Oh no, it's nothing. I just didn't know you guys were that close. I said and laid back. Yeah, not really. We're meeting on professional basis. He has called for a meeting as he said there's a program on Saturday so we're meeting to discuss what we'll do about it. She explained. Oh, okay, I said. He didn't know when I slept but when I heard someone calling my name and I woke up everywhere was dark Mimi had left already and now someone was waking me up Sister Ella sorry for waking you up Please if there's a guy downstairs and he said I should call you The girl said and stood there waiting for my response Okay tell him I'm coming I said and pretended I was getting down and the girl left I stretched and went back to sleep when the girl left because I knew who was calling me and I was willing to sacrifice my sleep for him. Sister Ella please there's a guy downstairs and he says I should call you. Another girl came to call me. This is the fourth girl he had sent to call me and I still wasn't willing to go. Okay tell him I'm coming. I said and started the pretense of getting down again. Except for this time the girl was still standing there. You can go now I told her. Please he said to make sure when I'm coming to tell him what you said you'd be with me the girl explained Seriously then stand here because I'm not going with you I said and laid back Sister Ella please he said if I don't come with I you he'll punish me She said almost in tears What Okay let's go I said and got down dot by now I wasn't even feeling sleepy anymore as the girl had taken it away from She took the lead while I followed her Thank you he said and smiled to the girl when we got there. I believe the girl was scared to death so she immediately took to her heels and didn't even look back. Really? You'd punish the girl because I refused to see you? You're unbelievable I told him out of disgust for his actions. Tell me. What was I supposed to do? I've been standing here for over 2 hours and you refused to come see me anytime I sent someone so I had to be strict, but forgive me for that if I overdid it he apologized. Okay, let's cut the chase. Why did you call Mayor? He asked. I'm still trying to make things right, Ella. He said this and I rolled my eyes and folded my arms. I'm very much aware of what I did to you and I'm sorry. I'm not going to sigh you for almost 3 weeks and I didn't want to let you leave without saying anything to you, he explained. I was tired of hearing his apologies and was already in a hurry to leave. Is that all? I asked and he was just starting at me. Look, I don't really care about whatever you think, okay? Just leave me alone. Let me be for crying out loud. I said as I made to leave when he held my arm and pulled me back that we almost clashed. I gave him a hot slap when I was able to get away from his grip and he was shocked.
Who told you you could touch me? You lost their right to touch me the minute I cut you out of my life. Don't you ever touch me again. I said. You really hate me that much? He asked oblivious to what I was feeling inside of me. Ha! Huh. You have no idea I said this and left him. This time he was the one standing there like a statue. When I slapped him it felt so good because it was almost as if someone lifted inside of me and I felt some peace within. When he touched me, the only thing I thought of was the conversation he was having with a girl in the dark the other night, and it made me so hurt that I only thought about hurting him physically which was why I slapped him. I got out of the dormitory and most of the girls were not there including Mimi. I quickly undressed and climbed onto my bed and closed my eyes. This time I wasn't sad but satisfied. The satisfaction I got from slapping him was overwhelming enough to make me feel at ease. I fell asleep few minutes later. The closing ceremony was awfully long as I really wanted to go home already but finally it was over and I went to the phone booth to make a call to my house. I called and asked that they should come pick me up and that I was ready. Mimi didn't call anyone but she said someone would come pick her up. We said er goodbyes and she went back to the dormitory. Philo came to also say goodbye and told me she'd miss me. Exactly 30 minutes after my call to the house my mother arrived and immediately spotted me waiting at the administration block. She got out of the car and hugged me. We tried getting the things into the car but it was too heavy. Mum please let me help me out that was. Joe. Where he came from or how he got there was something he never got an answer to. Oh thank you my mum said it and looked back at me. He put everything in the car booth and closed it. Young man what's your name? My mom asked. Please I'm Joseph but you can call me Joe he replied with his hands behind him. I see. Where do you stay? She asked. Tano so please he said and I quickly shot him a stern look, he saw but looked away. Oh then perhaps you could stop by the house one of these days to pay us a visit my mom said I was so shocked. I definitely will ma. He said and smiled widely. Thanks for helping us out boy. I hope to see you soon she said and entered the car. I followed her but couldn't stop looking at Joe. I had no idea why he would appear at this time of all the possible times he could have appeared. As the car was leaving the school's compound, Joe waved at me and smiled. The trip to the house was made in silence as I was still thinking of how to get rid of him for good because now it appeared he wasn't going anywhere. Joe has been invited to my house by my mom? I kept asking myself. Oh wait, he doesn't know my house, neither does he have my number I remembered and that made me smile. Now let's see how he'll get there I set these and adjusted myself in my seat and closed my eyes. A few minutes later, it drifted off to sleep.